So I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. I'll start. My name is Rod, and I like to party. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave, and uh, I like to party. I gotta catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. I thought my jokes were bad. That was awesome! <laughs> yes! How's it going, everybody? This is the Comic Shop Couch coming at you from my mom's basement. Marco's mom's basement. I am Marco the Heretic and... Dickie Wren. And Superior Raw. As you probably can see, we don't have the president here with us, which is going to make this a little bit interesting. A lot bit interesting. He's out uh, with an injury. With uh, testicles. With uh, He's still got them, though. Well, he's out with them. <laughs> but he's out with them. He's got some peas on them. He got himself a vasectomy last week. That can cause erectile dysfunction as one of the side effects. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about doing it, too, and I was like, ah, that's just one of the side effects I don't want. <laughs> just, ah. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I got mine, uh, I, well, I was 27 years old. Oh, shit. It was the first thing I did after I had uh, all of my kids, oh, okay. my litter. You know, I do plan on not having any more kids, so I could just do it. So you haven't had the problems with erectile dysfunction? Oh, no. I I, uh, I work just fine. Okay. All right. Well, you got it done at a really early age, though, so. I did, so I know. I mean, it's it's been working so far. Yeah, you did it before 30, so you know, I'm 40 now, so. The other side effect is, is uh, being sterile. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so uh he is can it, can it be uh one of those things where it can come back regardless yes like, it can like god was like nope <laughs> i want you to keep having those keep fertilizing those eggs i don't care where you, where you do it at <laughs> i have been told not that i've done research on this but i have been told that your cords can heal back together mm. and you can have a surprise mm -hmm. later on in your life which is something that I would not like to happen uh, in my life at this point, but it is I mean, what it is. I mean, you've been gone almost 15 years now, so you're right, Yeah, <laughs> 15. Open so. All right, so what do we got for news today? Okay, so I'll say uh, The Boys Season 2 will be coming back on September 4th. We've watched that series. I was very intrigued by what was going on. I liked how a lot of it was adapted from the book. They changed characters around, which was fine with me. Broaden the broaden the scope of the story, and it was fun. It was it was a fun ride. I enjoyed it a lot. Do we know if these dates are solid? Because of uh, usually they're coming the out this late in the game, they should be pretty solid. Okay, I mean some things are subject to change, so we have no control over your virus. <laughs> made, uh, things, but they uh, they already had most of season two were, uh, done done before the virus hit hit like you know Hollywood bad. So. Yeah, Michael Keaton is going to be popping up in almost every iteration of dc oh some some points in certain times that's going to be crazy to see him in a lot of stuff because now he's in you know a couple marvel things so uh, he was the vulture yeah in spider-man so he still has well he's making money on both sides uh that's why i say like i don't know why people love this whole competition thing where oh dc or marvel like dude it's that's good for sides. all of us it's two sides of the same coin yeah. just let it go you know stop with the competition just let them make great stuff for us you know that's what i say 
No, I'm excited about Michael Keaton. That'll be yeah, that's nice. That'll be neat. That'll be uh, fun to see him reprise his role. I would. It would be really dope to see him in. Uh, they did talk about him being in a Batman Beyond movie as the old Batman, and that would be great as yeah. well. Speaking of Batman, uh, I read an article or watched a YouTube video the other day where uh, Zoe was talking about uh, Pattinson uh, as the Batman, mm-hmm. and, and Zoe she, is just a YouTuber. Or? No, Zoe, Zoe is Catwoman. Oh, 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 Zoe. Yeah. Uh, okay. She had made a mention that she could not see his eyes ah. when they were acting, which makes you wonder, does he have a covering over his eyes so that he's going to have the white eyes as Batman? Mm-hmm. I hope so. That's been something that uh, we've all wanted uh, for a long time. They were able to do it in Deadpool. Why can't they do it yeah, here? Yeah, lenses, why not? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. And it's not like he has to show emotion because, you know. Because he's better. No one cares about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting. Well, the only time we've gotten to see the white eyes has been in the games. When, well, Batfleck when yeah. he had, oh, yeah, when yeah, he yeah, had yeah. the he was using detective vision. Yeah, when he had the suit on, mm-hmm. the armor suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which looks slick as hell. That's why I want to see it. It does. So we've we've just got more utterings. Uh, we've got <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. So that's yet to come out. But Dan Aykroyd has apparently already come out and said that they're they're planning a sequel they already got greenlit for a think for a sequel to that i think it's set up so that there would be sequels which would be fitting since they did three movies of the regular ghostbusters or two they did two movies of and the then they had the third with the females yes which is supposed to be another what'd you guys think of that i thought it was all right they uh i thought they were trying too hard with the women with the woman comedy they just could have i thought if you would have let those four women write the comedy for the movie it would have flowed a lot better probably instead of the whoever was writing for them it, it wasn't giving me stuff that was really landing so that's how I thought chris helmsworth it. was fun as hell yeah chris helmsworth was funny yeah speaking of chris helmsworth getting out of news mm-hmm. he just made a movie on netflix called extraction which i just saw last week and that is one hell of an action movie Yes, I heard it's uh, in the breath of like John Wick with the, the pace of the action anyway. Yes. The movie's not anything like John Wick, right. but it the comparison is is a worthy note because mm-hmm. of just how new and great the action was. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. I loved it. Did you see it, Dickie? Uh, no, I didn't see it. I want to. But, yeah, it's uh, been out for a while. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it. It's worth it. That it, movie was directed by the fight choreographer of for Avengers. Okay. okay. That's how, that's why, so the Russo brothers actually produced that movie and it was directed by you the tell. choreographer. Oh, man, yep. it was, it was good. It was fun. I wish they had a better name than Extraction. Uh, <laughs> just to make it. It's not a lot of good action movie titles out there anymore. No. <laughs> Thinking of John Wick, we all know that the main character of that show was John Wick. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Chris Helmsworth's character's name was. <laughs> it was something with Chris Helmsworth in it where he kicked ass. It's basically what it is. The savior. He's out there going to save lives. All it's about. No. Oh, he's not saving lives? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> he kills everyone <laughs> and saves one. So he saved a life. Well, he's going to save the life he's meant to go save. Yes. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> what else we got? Other than... Uh, you know, uh, after these past months of uh, re- recent riots and all the the and, and looting and things going on, uh, other than that, like uh, that was the news, and you know we lived it, we saw it, and 
our own our own real action in in life. And uh, things yeah, things have been kind of slow on the news side with uh, things of entertainment wise. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We also got the news for the PlayStation Five. PlayStation thoughts on the PlayStation Five. I'm not a PlayStation guy. Uh, <sighs> my PlayStation 4 broke. Oh. Uh, so first, let's talk about what do you think of the design of the PlayStation 5? I thought it was very interesting from, you know, seeing the devs before it. Yeah. And uh, seeing those pictures and I was like, okay, it's, it, it might look, it's not the final product, but you know it's going to look sleek and smooth in some so the, way. So the pictures that we're seeing are not the final product? No, 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 no. These are the pictures you're seeing right now, the okay. white and blue, that, that is the final product. I'm talking about the dev kits, the ones that the... Uh, the producers of games got to, you know, make the games for the uh, system and whatnot. I like the fact that um, we're getting a, a Spider-Man game with Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. And um, I can't recall any of the other games. That was the only one that really stuck out to me. Uh, I know we're getting a part two for uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, that's good. Because that's the way they ended the day, we're going to do it anyway. So I was like, all right, well, good. We're going to because I just played it this week. Right. Just um, just got it. And it was great. It was fun. Oh, you beat it already? Yeah, I beat it already. It was, it's short. Uh, that's that's my only gripe with it. I was I was very intrigued by the gameplay, how it worked out, how you have to actually block, and like it wasn't like how um, the previous game with the apprentice. Mm. Um, it was on PlayStation Three. All right. I can't. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, because he had two lightsabers. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was that that game. That one was more offense than anything. But uh, this one, it was more hack and slash. Yeah, this is a little bit more strategic. Yeah, this one was more strategic. You have to fight people in certain ways, like the bosses and the animals and things. So it was pretty fun. I liked the game. Um, I think I'll start trying to play it on harder levels to see how good I can get at it. How was the story? Oh, it was fun. I uh, I, I liked the story. I liked how uh, well spoilers have been out for almost a year now. Uh, yeah, tell us. Cal Kestis is a. a a Padawan. This was all happening during the Clone War, so he's a part of that uh, that storyline where you know Jedi were getting massacred and either the Jedi survived or the the Padawans survived. So uh, it was in the case where he survived. He was um, on a remote planet. A Jedi came looking for him who had fallen to the dark side, but he didn't know that yet until he gets further into the story. Um, he ends up uh, finding about finding out about this holocron that has all these un uh, these uh, Force sensitives that can go find and rebuild the order. So that's basically what the story is about, and it was pretty good. I thought so. Uh, you know, now that they had finished the story up, they left it open for a part two. So I'm open to a part two. So. And then, how many couch cushions would you give it? Oh, I give it uh, about eight couch cushions because I give it a ten if it was a longer game. But nah, it was it was about an eight. It was an eight. I give is, it eight couch cushions. Okay. Is there any multiplayer? Nope. So single player. Single game. player. Yep. Any DLCs? Nope. Not yet. Maybe well, to come. Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, speaking of Star Wars games, so this was going to be my two-minute turn-on, but uh, given this... Do, do you guys have to... The severity on? of the situation? <laughs> oh, wow. Given Joe's balls. <laughs> uh, so my two-minute turn-on, uh, something that's turning me on very much, is another Star Wars game that's coming out, uh, uh, Squadrons. Oh, okay. And is that more about the, the planes and uh, the ships and everything? It is. Okay. So yeah. it's... All flying. Okay, so it's, that's they're they're taking away the the flying aspect of Battlefront and taking it to a further link. Correct. Good, because the mechanics on that is amazing. Well, I mean, what I'm most excited about is that f for me, it is VR compatible. Mm. 
So really? you're going to feel like you're yes. attracted. I'm oh, going to nice. move in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to be here all the time. I, I welcome it. We're going to have to have it. we're going to have to have two <laughs> nights a week. I think I can manage that actually. It, oh man. So I I already pre-ordered it. I bought it this morning. It, uh, <laughs> it comes out October, I think like October 2nd is the release okay. date for it. Uh, I also, so I have a VR Thank system. Thank you, game developers, for doing so much work while well, this pandemic is going on. Yeah, You're EA. keeping us in the house like a mug. <laughs> so this is an EA game, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is an EA game. They've been working. It supports cross-platform. So oh. it can be on so Josh with the Xbox, Xbox mm-hmm. or PlayStation mm-hmm. or on the PC. But I'm pretty sure if you want faster speed, you're going to be on that PC. You know, I don't know if it, it comes down to speed, but it might, it'll be more graphic. Yeah. I think it'd be more graphic quality. So it, there's a single player game. So you can play through. You 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 fly or you're a pilot on both sides. Okay. So you you take both different aspects or views. And I don't know if you fly the same mission or what it is. Mm-hmm. So you take one time, uh, you know, time turn for the Empire, uh, and then the other one for the Rebels. So I'm excited about that. You you can fly an X-wing, a Y-wing, an A-wing. A U-wing, Tie fighters, Tie interceptors, Tie bombers, Reapers. So you get to fly them all, and there's different variations that you can do. So if you do the, the multiplayer, you have uh, one where it's a five versus five. Mm-hmm. So five people versus five people, one on each side. And then there's other variations where you're flying, and then it's kind of uh, if you played Battlefield, I think Bad Company or other games mm-hmm. that if you go against a team. If you succeed in your mission, it unlocks another section. So you start out with dogfighting, and then you got to go to attacking kind of uh, a main flagship. Mm-hmm. And then you go maybe to, I don't know if you go over a planet, but then there's something else you do. So it's stage bearing. If this is anything like Elite Dangerous, which I suspect it's going to be, because you're, you're going to be managing your power. Mm-hmm. So do I put it in flying? Do I put it in my shields? Do I put it in my weapons? So it's all game management while you're flying in the cockpit. It's going to be incredible. As you can see, I'm completely turned on by it. (laughs) I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing, especially in VR. And if you have not had a chance to go in VR and your friend has it, book your time with them. Go to your friend's house. Get in VR. Try Elite Dangerous or just get into it so you can prepare. prepare for how incredible... This is going to be, this is one of those things that we've been waiting for for a long time. <laughs> You're actually going to be able to fly your X-Wing. That's awesome. Yeah, they had it on, uh, they had one level of VR on Battlefront, which I thought was pretty insane. Like, for people who bought the PlayStation VR and all. Yes, did you play that? No. No, I I heard it was amazing uh, and incredible. I didn't get a chance to play it, uh, but I look I look forward to it. I also don't know anybody who owns a PlayStation VR, so... Yeah, I don't think Joe has it. Uh, the president doesn't have one, so... I think you have to have a... I don't know if you have to have a 5K system to get it, but... Well, I'm a set... I, I've... Moving on from Star Wars, I still can... My PlayStation 4, it, it, it broke, but I still want to get it just for the mere fact to play uh, Resident Evil 7 mm. in mm-hmm. VR. I, I haven't played the game yet. Okay. I hear it is terrifying not in VR. Oh, yeah. And then when you add the VR aspect, you, are, yeah, you, you would 
Because Monica can't even handle watching that. When watching me play, she was like, I got, I got to leave the room. I was like, what's up? Just, but I'm, well, because it's his first person. View, <laughs> yeah. Like, it really screwed with you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, if, if whenever you do decide to get a four, I got the game, so you can that come and get it. zombie okay. shooter game in the desert that we played, Arizona Sunshine. Yes, that game messed with me for a Did couple it? days. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. oh, that's it. I mean, that's that's a good time. I played. Uh, oh, you didn't play the other one when they were in the house with the ghost, with the Emily. Or whatever. Emily wants to play. Yeah. Uh, well, I did paranormal activity in my house by myself with the lights out, and I feel like if I can make it through that, I See, why are you adding extra elements to your crib? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's if you want to feel the closest thing to true fear without there being any danger whatsoever, you know, like you got to go on a roller coaster. Well, a roller coaster can break and you can fall off, you know. Rare. You're in your home. <laughs> <laughs> it is rare. Right now, the kids aren't going to want to go on roller coasters like Great America. Uh, you can you can be completely safe in your house and feel true fear right in your living room through a VR system. Until that for real life murderer breaks in your house. <laughs> kills you by your <laughs> Gosh, you're just not selling this for me. Nope. <laughs> Keep your lights on. <laughs> so... Uh, very excited for that. Moving on, this is not very comic book related, but it, it lands into the half fiction, half true story. Anyone seen the show The Great on Hulu? Yes. You guys have been talking about it. I will be watching it this weekend. What'd you think, Dickie? Uh, I think it's one of my favorite all time shows. Uh, it's one of the funniest shows in years. I can't think of a show that's as funny as well, this. First of all, give me the synopsis. What's going on? So the show uh, is about Catherine the Great of Russia. Mm-hmm. It takes place in the later 18th century. Is it a comedy? Yes. yes. Okay. Go ahead. It's a comedy. It's a dr- drama. It's, it's everything. It's honest to God. It's it's everything. It's sometimes true. It, very little of it is true, but the synopsis of it, it, it happened. Right. It's true. Yep. So in real life, Catherine the Great, was she married Emperor Peter, who was Peter the Great's um, son? Well, in the show, it's his son, but in real life, grandson. I believe it's his grandson. Could be. So, because there were a few rulers between Peter the Great and Peter the Second, which is who Emperor Peter is in the show. Okay. Anywho, Catherine is a German girl that he married and he married her because her family was noble but had no money no prospects and couldn't the reason he married her was they they couldn't compete for the throne in any way they couldn't right be they couldn't be a wrench in anything yeah so that's why he married her and Catherine comes in with a very romanticized view of what (laughs) Being married to the emperor is going to be well. What being married in general is like, and and then she's having lovemaking. It's going to be like so. It's oh man. And then you actually get to who Peter actually is, and Peter is played by uh, Nicholas Holt. Okay, wonderful. And I don't know that there could have been. I mean, he's the one that sells this to me. He he was utterly. Amazing! You could not hate someone and love someone so much at the same time. If he doesn't win awards for this role, I, I'm going to be disappointed. I am too. 
Like he's, I got chills just thinking about. I, I, I want to watch it again. So good. I have been. I'm already. I, I think I'm already on episode seven again. Just with one season. One yeah, season. Yeah. I don't know that it just came out, or has it been out for a while? Uh, it's been Wait, out. So Hulu months? releases shows every week. Okay. So it's been out. There's ten episodes. So it's been out for three, three months. months. So it just came. Three okay. Months. Okay. Three oh, yeah. months. Yep. It's not something that I ever thought that I would be interested in, <laughs> but my wife had it on for the instances that I was watching it with her. <laughs> passing through there was not one time where i did not crack up and start oh, laughing man. and it was all because of peter the character of peter mm-hmm. uh, played by nicholas yep and i went i gotta watch this guy more and i ended up watching i think five hours in one in one night in one sitting <laughs> oh man it, it sounds like so the perfect good. night <laughs> it was oh yeah what would have made it perfect if you were there with me oh Marco, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, highly recommend it. But but so Catherine in real life, she overthrew Emperor Peter in a bloodless coup. Okay. And so the first season is her planning it, <laughs> and she's this sweet, innocent, not innocent. Well, she's when she got innocent. there, she was. <laughs> uh, but so basically, if, treated, if Peter would have treated her well, she would she wouldn't even have overthrown. The, he was possibly. Yeah, in the if, in the beginning, yeah, if he would have been even just a little bit nice to her, yeah, and that's and that's the fun part about uh, Nicholas Holt's character, is he's just such a bastard. <laughs> but in real life, Nicholas Holt's awesome. I yeah. mean, you know who Nicholas Holt is, right? Yeah. He yeah. played Beast, Beast, and he's he. I mean, in About a Boy, that was his first role when yeah. he was a little kid with uh, mm-hmm. Hugh Grant. And and so in in real life. They were married for like 18 years. Okay. This all took place within the first like year of their mm-hmm. life. Like they, they sped it up. They took a lot of liberties. What's funny is they call it uh, when when they show the great mm-hmm. on, on the screen. Underneath it, they, they put the great asterisk. <laughs> and then underneath it, they put an occasionally true story. <laughs> <laughs> so all liberties... With one thing that happened, mm-hmm. and that was a successful coup against Peter. <laughs> right. A bloodless coup against Peter. Like, yeah. And this was not bloodless <laughs> whatsoever. But, but, uh, my favorite episode is the ninth episode. There is a point in there that's like 15 minutes long, and it, it's like, I don't know how many scenes, four or five different scenes where you're laughing you can't stop laughing from the scene before before you get to the next like it's just i was hurting after that (laughs) i was laughing so hard i don't know what episode it was but my favorite episode was when they were negotiating peace oh yeah that's uh with the sweet episode eight yeah yeah with With the the sweet yep That, that almost sounds like the episode where i watched the berry the the fifth oh you got the berry episode five I got, I got all the way through it. I was, oh, my God. I mean, the uh, episode five was so goddamn hilarious. So let's back like, up a second. So Barry is on HBO, I believe. Yes, I believe it's on HBO. Or Showtime. It might be HBO. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, and it showcases... Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. <laughs> and he is a hitman that falls in love with acting. And so... Uh, they're on the second season, and you just got to episode five. Oh, no, I've gotten past episode five. I'm done with okay. Josh saying what, that. What, what Josh was saying, what he, you know, the, the 15 minutes of laughter that he was having, that that's what made me laugh for a good chunk of the episode. It was like, you know, 
for 45 minutes and it was just that little girl <laughs> acting like a rabid uh, feral animal was just fucking hilarious <laughs> and then she was like this shit act normal and it's like okay we should move Okay, just be cool, just be cool. And then she do something like she bit dude cheek out. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like Shit. I, so I, was it more rabid or was it more demon possession? Hmm. I think it was more rabid. If okay. <laughs> I kind of went more the opposite supernatural way of, of uh, climbing on that roof. That shit was. Cool. And then, well, then there's <laughs> her father. Yeah. Right, and then there's her like what? What, what were you doing to her? The <laughs> thing was nuts. Oh, good stuff. So, highly recommend uh, The Great. Dickie, what would you give it out of 10 couch cushions? 12 out of 10. <laughs> I, I'm there with you. Uh, throw pillows on there. Okay. 10, <laughs> 10 to 12. There was nothing. Listen, you've got comic book action movie, superhero movie, watching guys that are talking about sort of true story drama whenever you get comedy. great comedy <laughs> yeah. you gotta talk about it in this crazy world of all this hurt and pain you need comedy and now that we hit Barry how many couch cushions would you give Barry oh I'm giving Barry 10 couch cushions yeah. I love that show yeah. I, I think I'd go with a 9 couch cushions for that It like comparison I would say watch actually watch the great over Barry but mm. they're very different shows so yeah you can't really make the comparison one is more dark comedy the other one is Dramedy, if it's dramedy, it's a good one. It's pretty dark. Yeah. Captain the Great is pretty dark. It is. It's Russia in the 1700s. After they very clever. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. So, all right. Uh, oh, fuck. I could talk about a few things. Uh, not, uh, huzzah! 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 That's the phrase. Oh. <laughs> huzzah! Uh, yep, I uh, just got back into Paradise PD. That is a hilarious show. Uh, the creators who made uh, Brickleberry are the ones who brought that about. Uh, it's on Netflix. I'm just now getting into season two. I watched season one. Uh, but still the same raunchy comedy you got from season one and from previous shows like Brickleberry is just a funny show. Uh, also uh, watched um, Epic for Family season four that came out this week. Uh that uh it keeps moving in another they keep expanding on the show you got to see um bill's father i'm sorry not bill but uh the main character's father uh he, he came into the show heart touching and also you know getting kind of psychological how you know men in that time frame never shared their feelings and his wife was one of those people because she's pregnant at the time telling him that you need to get in contact with your feelings you need to talk with him about what he did to you because being a kid that grew up in the 30s or the 40s or whatever time frame he grew up in his part, his father was like really hard on him, always giving him shit, and uh, he never really could do well for himself because his father never really supported him. You know, uh, when he when he, whenever he did complain about it, he was always calling him. Uh, his name is Frank. There we go, because he was always calling him Francine. And uh, yeah, so Epis for family. Uh, if you like uh, animated comedy, like I like uh, that Paradise PD, those are the ones you want to check out. Uh, also, uh, what are they on? Uh, those are on uh, Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Uh, I believe. Uh, I have Netflix. not heard of them. Oh. So. Uh, well, uh, I know Paradise PD is on Netflix. and uh, oh, they, I'm sorry. They are both on Netflix. Uh, also. Um, They're cartoons. I, yeah. Animated? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what animation means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I also was watching uh, Central Park, which is also um, 
uh, Apple TV cartoon. Uh, they are uh, more musical based. It's actually one I watch with my kids, and they enjoy watching it too. And this, uh, these are the same animators from Bob's Burgers. Okay. Mm. So if you like that style of animation and the the style of comedy they bring to the table, it's also another good show to watch. All right. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> I love it when he says it. Like, <laughs> like he, there's a couple times where he wants to make an announcement. And everyone's like, huzzah. And he's like, huzzah. <laughs> like to get past it. <laughs> well, when no one laughs at his oh, jokes. I said... <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I said, "Oh, <laughs> it's so fucking." People are gonna be so annoyed with us. Oh yeah. Uh, so, have you guys seen Ford v Ferrari? No, you've no. been talking about oh, it, but I have man. not seen it. So, it won some awards, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Has it been up? Has it there been it was up time? For Maybe it cinematography. It's a beautiful movie. It was up like, for. It was up for an award. I think it won one. There are. So it was directed by James Mangold, who directed Wolverine Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of other awesome movies. Uh, Or he directed the Wolverine. He directed Logan. Okay. Um, And like he was famous even before he started with Wolverine. But this movie, in my opinion, is maybe Matt Damon's best performance as Shelby. Um, It's a girl's name. And he's not a girl. Yeah, okay. It won two Oscars. Oh, did it? What for? Uh, For sound editing oh. and for film editing. So it's a race car movie. Yeah. So the sound editing in it, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, if I, as a matter of fact, tonight I'm going to watch it with uh, headphones on. Okay. Just because to, it's just a racing hear, movie. Right. Yep. And it's just, there are some shots in this movie that are just incredibly beautiful uh and it's christian bale driving and he's got this you know the old school yeah bikers it looks like a biker's helmet now and then he's got these these uh black glasses sunglasses that he wears while he's driving and there's some times where the camera will move in like a close-up to christian bale's face and then you can see like the road, the racetrack, and it's not a straightaway racetrack either. Uh, right. Like the main race. Oh, the reflection is uh, sunglasses. In his sunglasses, oh, it looks. So there are some <laughs> shots where, like, the roar of the engine is just loud as hell, and then like it just zooms in, like you know, it just there. Like I said, during there are just some gorgeous shots in this movie. Uh, I cried. I don't know six or seven times in this movie. It's just it it touches you. Mm. It's. It's incredible. Sounds uh, exhausting. Christian Bale, <laughs> Christian, it is. It honestly is. Yeah. I was exhausted when I was done watching. It's two and a half hours long. Uh, but Christian Bale, who's amazing always, uh, gets to use his English accent, so that's cool. Um, but Matt Damon's performance is wonderful. Uh, Ford the second, uh, I don't know who plays him, but uh, William Ford the second or mm-hmm. uh, Henry Ford the second, I mean. Uh, they play him like a fiddle in this movie, which is fun to watch <laughs> because he acts like a badass, yeah. you know, because he's a CEO and you know all that. Uh, but yeah, just the performances in this movie, and then the you know, like I said, the sound editing—it sounds awesome with you know the race car and everything like that. 
So that sounds awesome. It is. No, it's, I, it's really I good. It'd, it'd be something that I'd be interested in. I'm not a big car guy, but uh, I'm yeah, a movie either. fan. That's just so. more of a history story. Period. Yep, it, it's a true story. Sounds it's based more on true a true than story. Great, so. mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name is in it is really good in it too. Uh, played the Punisher, John uh, John Bernthal. Okay, okay. Uh, he plays. I was gonna say which version? It was like I got three of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He uh, he plays the guy who comes up with the idea to get Ford into racing, and uh, in the beginning of the movie, he uh, first he proposes that they just flat out buy Ferrari. So there's a scene with Bernthal and Ferrari, like the guy, uh, where they try to buy him and then Ferrari plays him off to get purchased by, I think, Fiat or somebody else, and which pisses off Ford, which gets the whole thing going. Like it's the, There's so much to the story that I didn't know and uh, prior to going into it that it's just, like I said, it's really good. The whole thing is just really well done. Nice. My favorite racing show is Speed Racer. <laughs> That's actually and one of I'm my not favorite kidding. movies. It is an amazingly edited, well put together. I thought the Wachowski made it too colorful. Oh, oh man, was, I love the, that movie. It was great. I liked the movie, but it was too colorful for me. Man. But I still watch it. I, I, it was just a never-ending story, and it was fun. And it, I, I never watched the cartoon, but as soon as I saw that movie, I'm like, this, this is a movie that I have to own. Same here. I th- to me that's one of the most beautiful movies yeah. ever made, and I, I was su- I was surprised it didn't get more. I well, more... it didn't do well. No, first it didn't. and foremost, is the, it on Netflix? Okay, the performances oh. in that movie are great. Everyone's yeah. great in that movie. Christina so, Ricci. If you haven't seen Speed Racer, uh, well, that came out what what two thousand and uh would have been like two thousand eight or eight nine or nine. Yeah, because yeah, Ryder was f- four or five, and so I got to watch that movie a lot. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that movie has a special place in my heart because yeah, of, of my son and everything. Yeah. And I think a lot of people still don't know about that movie. I don't think they do. It's, yeah. And then... 2008, yeah. Okay. Well done, Dickie. <laughs> Man. So, uh, upcoming release dates that we have for uh, the Marvel movies or Batman movies. I know that The Black Widow is going to be released, uh, I, I think November. it's planned, November yeah. 6th. Are they doing the same thing for Wonder Woman? Because I know they pushed that back too. I don't know. Theaters are open now. Are I saw they? I saw cars at the Renaissance uh, yesterday. They weren't going to like the back where there was a drive-in screen. No, no, okay. no. Marcus announced like two weeks ago they're opening. I wonder how they're doing. Well, they have like social distancing. Well, Majestic like... wasn't too packed on Friday when I drove past it, so I don't know. Okay, and that's a Marcus theory. So I know that they have the Eternals is supposed oh, to be released. Oh, I read the. Best theory on the Eternals. Do you Ooh. guys want to hear it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It theory. might be. It might. Well, it might maybe spoiler thing. But all right. So spoiler it, it, alert. So well, no. no. <laughs> okay. It's 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 Not a theory. Spoiler alert. It's a theory on Reddit. So one of the big questions from the Infinity War saga or the Infinity Saga is how did the stones get to be where they were in the first place? In the first place. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Marvel has said that they're not going to follow the comics. Like, so in so that, Eternals, good. I'm good with that. Eternals are like a cousin of Homo sapien right. in the comic book. Okay, but in this, apparently, they're celestials or connected to the celestials in some way. 
So the theory is is that they were in possession of them and lost them like thousands of years ago mm. and have had have not had their memory this whole time. So when we go back and we're like, well, where were the Eternals during, you know, the Infinity Saga? It's because they didn't know who they were. And so whatever caused them to lose the stones in the first place also caused them to lose their memories. Mm. And yeah. that's how they're like, that's the how they... The Mind Stone, perhaps? Right. Mm. And then that's, I guess, what we're supposed to learn more about. Like, that's the main focus in Eternals is the Mind Stone. Because how I'm guessing that's how they lost their memories. And, and that's stuff. a stone that we have not seen yet. No, we have. We just oh, yeah. don't know anything about it. Yeah, we no don't know what it no can one do. the actual power of it. Which one was that in? The Mind Stone is... In the scepter. Whose scepter? Loki's Loki's scepter. I thought that was from the Tesseract. No, the Tesseract is separate. Yeah, okay. He was given the staff by Thanos. Okay. My bad. I thought he had the Tesseract, like, stoned in in the staff. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, the the stone in the staff is what ends up in Vision. That's how he was able to change Mm -hmm. people. Okay. Yep, and even right, and yeah, even yeah, learn something new. Even yeah, the vision. The stone was the one sixth infinity stones, the remnant of the singularity that predated universe, which governed over the fabric of mind. Very good. Hey, I I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So, boy. And another theory I read, uh, just to piggyback off that real quick, <laughs> is that where the X Men were, is that the line in in Endgame. When Rocket says that the snap on Earth caused a cosmic, what did he say? Uh, a cosmic event never seen before yeah. or something like that. The theory I read is that that's what activates the X gene. Like that's where they were. Hmm. Oh. They but were, how do you. in existence yet. Right. But how do you explain but, Wolverine and like how are you going to get Wolverine to 2023 where we are? You know what I'm saying? Well, the problem is that you already had Quicksilver. And you had the Scarlet Witch, who are mutants. But not in the MCU. Yeah. They got their powers from the stone. Hmm? Mm-hmm. How so? Because they, can't, they couldn't be mutants because Fox owned the rights. Oh, that's so right. So they got their powers from the experimentations between Avengers 1 and 2. Okay. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Are we sure? Yes. I mean, I believe his Because research. they couldn't say mutants. That was the big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they were promoting Inhumans so much, because Inhumans were supposed to take the place, but then Disney's like, mm, we'll just buy Fox. Yeah, <laughs> let's just do that. Okay. Because even uh, Ultron yeah. says to her, now I know why you, or says to both of them, now I, before I wondered why you two survived the tests mm. with the Mind Stone after Quicksilver tells the story. He goes, I, before I wondered why you survived, now I don't. All right. But it could also be retconned. It's really easy to retcon yeah, that right. story if they needed to, especially being in Russia and Magneto's backstory being right. in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Eternals, uh, that release date is February 12th, 2021. Okay. And then we've got Shang-Chi, which I know nothing about. Me either. I'm well, excited. The part of the whole storyline with... Uh... Iron Fist, he's a part of that that group. Okay. Where the the Street Fighter, Street Fighter level uh of fighters and everything. So yeah, he's a more along the lines of Luke Cage and all of that. And he had more interactions with those characters than anything else. And Dare like Daredevil and stuff like that. Okay. And that's supposed to be released May seventh, twenty twenty one. And I'm wondering if they're ever gonna go back to those characters, the the Netflix characters, you know, 
or they just like screw those guys after the whole well i don't disney know merger yeah i don't know that they would work on disney plus with their rating there have been rumors that uh charlie cox will remain as daredevil like they're gonna just create new shows hmm. and i'd be cool that would be that. awesome i love charlie cox keep froggy yeah, keep all those characters. Mm-hmm. Why go and try to find new folks when you have people who are already in the vein of what right. you were doing anyway? Yep. We don't need something new. You know, they were they were great as they were. I, Daredevil needs to be a part of the MCU. They could have. They can greatly improve on Iron Fist now if they really want to. Mm-hmm. They need to improve on Iron Fist. I loved. I loved him as as the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. That actor. They just just the martial arts part of it was horrible for him because he he wasn't as polished in refined as he as most of these Marvel, we've seen good movies where they can do some really good choreographed stuff he daredevil. wasn't it yeah he, i mean daredevil was fantastic mm-hmm. why couldn't they do yeah that? why can't you duplicate that? maybe it was his limitations i don't know what it was uh we have uh the next spider-man sequel or far from home sequel that's supposed to be come out november 5th 2021 all right and then we have Thor Love and Thunder. That's supposed to be February 11th, 2022. That's the one I can't wait for. That is the one that I'm excited for. Uh, is that going to be direct? Yeah. That's yeah, going to be. Christian Bale's the bad guy in that. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Yep. Yeah, that, that is the one. And then we've still got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse oh, of yeah, Madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not till March 2022. If they wait too long for the characters who didn't even get like a, a second movie sometime, like like Black Panther 2, like you're going to miss the interest where people are going to be like, well, you guys waited too long. The window's closed. Yeah. Speaking of Black Panther 2, that is May 6, 2022. Did you hear any murmurings about Chadwick Boseman not being Black Panther anymore? No. I've heard murmurings of that. I heard, but it won't happen. There's no way. I hope I not. I mean, what would be the point? He's tired of being Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> it for a movie and a half. Man, you, you didn't see how he was bombarded every time with that within that year that movie coming out. Man, he was you know first he was like this with the whole one kind of fair. Then he'd be like, <laughs> man, it was so funny, dude. He was like, man, we would, hey somebody's like, man, we would cock that dude out. <laughs> okay. Captain Marvel two, Ugh. July eighth, twenty twenty two. Brie Larson still playing Captain Marvel? Yeah, they all are. Everyone's coming. Okay, I, know, I thought they were all in the talks about getting rid of her because she's causing problems. No, she doesn't. That's all. No. I didn't mind her as Captain Marvel. I think I just didn't really care for that movie as much. The, the directing. Either. The directing of the movie. The action sequence was so edited. They need to do a better job with that one. We got what? Uh, in the pipeline, we still got Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course. And then and James Gunn is back on for that, right? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. That well, which so a, far that's still a ways out. Which was a stupid decision to begin with. <laughs> is Blade getting? Is this going to be a standalone movie, or I is he so. being added into the? Marvel He's getting universe? a standalone movie and getting added into the. Universe. He is yeah. okay. I don't think they're doing too much experimentation with shows right now. Yeah. Anything else? Two minute turn ons. I already did mine. Oh, I yeah. thought we already did ours. What's your two minute turn on? Uh, I did mine. Mine was. Uh, uh, the great no it was not the great it was the one that oh, i the, can't remember oh, oh, it turned me on so little the star wars game the star wars game squadrons yeah <laughs> oh i would say that my two minute turn on for the uh for this time around would have to be the transformers 
uh, Siege and the Earthrise uh, figures uh, just got back in the the Transformers. I'm kind of on hold with my strength. Uh, I'm sorry, my Star Wars six inch Black Series figures right now because uh, I got everything pre ordered and I'm now I'm just waiting for everything to release. So yeah, I'm not. Uh, I haven't seen anything in the wild when it comes to hunting for uh, those types of. But I have seen a bunch of Transformers, so I'm back on that train. So yeah, that's my two minute turn on. <laughs> Oh, right. I also watched Bloodshot. It was all right. Movie was it okay? It was I, okay. I had no interest. Watch, <laughs> just watch it. Just watch it for the action. It was very action packed. Before you um, watch that, watch Extraction. Oh yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, and uh, the Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. Oh, I want to see that. Great movie. Just all in the breath of Spike Lee. It was very black, very powerful. You know. <laughs> um, also, uh, Dave Chappelle's Eight Minutes and Forty Six Seconds. Uh, check that out on YouTube. It didn't get released through like the proper channel, so I guess he wanted everybody to see it. That's also a very powerful message from Dave. I appreciate him coming out when he didn't have to come out. He, uh, you know, he said it's all through his special. Like the streets is talking. So, yeah, they are. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, that's uh, we'll call this one casualties in the quarantine verse. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you were here, Joe. Thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a great time in your quarantine. Well, we're out. Yep. Have fun, guys. Thank you for listening. And also subscribe and tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell your sister. And your grandma. Tell your mom about our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good luck and be safe out there. Be kind to each other. Boop. Deuce. Hey, I want to buy you a present for this. A chainsaw? Or a book. Something. Something really nice.